0: Girls are so complicated and it's not going to change anytime soon. What in the 20s is going on here? In the 20s, baby. Yes, what, what in the 20s is on here for my 20s, baby? This is the 20s. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Zamem Mkize, and this is What's in the 20s, a podcast where you listen to me grow through it, baby, and on this episode, child, <laughs> we're going to be discussing, this one's a little tricky, this one's a very tricky one, a little controversial, you know, I don't mind, you know, let me be a little problematic, that's fine. Just before we enter the new month, the last month of the year. Guys, we made it. We actually made it. We actually did it. If there's one thing we did, is make it through this year. <laughs> and I am so grateful, so glad. Wow, wow, wow. What a beautiful, beautiful time to be alive. And I'm going to be discussing the thing about... About female friends, yeah? About girls, about women, about ladies. The thing about us honeys is that it's tricky. It's very tricky. It's very, very, very tricky. But I cannot tell you how much I value, respect, and absolutely admire the importance of having a sisterhood. I'm not saying it's not going to be tricky. Because it is. It'll always be true. And I'm, I'm going to explain all of that. We're going to talk about it. We're going to get into it. We're going to, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it's just, you just need a sisterhood. I'm not going to lie to you. You need it. You need it. If you were wondering if that's something you need, this is your sign. It's such a comforting space. It's such a a powerful space. This, like a sisterhood for me, I'm so blessed you know what? I'm actually going to speak about my timeline. So when I was younger, I think, yeah, 2004, right? My family and I, we had moved to Polagwane, and my mom was a part of this beautiful, beautiful sisterhood. Um, it was from church. It was formulated in church. And it was just a group of women who supported each other, who were there for each other, who served the church and the Lord and all of that. And what was beautiful about it was that their children we they just kind of put us all together all the time so whenever it was their children's birthdays or our just whatever that was going on and we all went to the same school and stuff like that so I've been friends with these people with my girls for 18 years now yeah 18 years now because of the sisterhood that my mom was a part of and it kind of like it's so beautiful because I'm still so close to them now. I still love them now. I still have like a special, they have a special place in my heart because it's like we grew up together, but there was a lot of distance, a lot of separation. You know, I moved around to Joburg and stuff like that. But like, thank God for social media, we still kept in touch in that way. Then I moved to Cape Town, and then one of them came to Cape Town. I mean, incredible. And then I moved back to Jo'burg, and another one is here in Jo'burg. It's just like, I don't know. It's just, it's just nice to know wherever you go, you have this. Like, it almost feels like a what do you call that stuff in America? Sorority sisters. Okay, it's not like that. Like a sorority house, or like you know, the guys have their. What is it? The frat boys, you know, where you just become a part of this community where you're, you're together, you support each other, you're there for each other. It's just, it's always like that. And I love my sisters so much. So, 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 so much. Very little I wouldn't do for them. And um, it's just, it's very interesting because I didn't really clock the importance of having. See, the older you get, the more complicated it gets. Because when you're young... Like I said, we just attended each other's birthdays. We went to the same school together. We did whatever church activities they were together. We were kids. We were all friends, and like you didn't think too much about things. You know, there was very little <laughs> to argue about, or um, we weren't even thinking: Are we compatible as friends? Are we? You know what I'm saying? Those thoughts don't come up. The older you get, the more difficult it becomes, right, so I am still friends with my girls from high school, my girls from primary school, you know, I have decades of friendship, and I'm I'm very, very grateful to them, and for the most part, I do believe that they, they made it easy for me to be a part of this relationship, because of the fact that they kept in contact with me, regardless, because I move around a lot, and They just, yeah, I'm really, really grateful that they still chose me throughout this and stuff. But I'm going to speak about the different stages and why the older you get, the more trickier it becomes. You know, even in varsity and all of that. Because the number one thing I'm just going to boil it down to. And whether you are aware of this or you're not aware of this, I promise you it's happening. Women are in competition with each other. We are raised to be competitors in these spaces, such as beauty, um, relationships, dating, academic, school, whatever it is, women, we're constantly at war with each other. <laughs> and even though we don't mean to be, that's what I'm saying, we socialize into a society that kind of made it that so, you know. If you think that so, made it so, sorry, yeah, made it so. Because if you think of stuff like even, let's take it as simple as, you know, disney movies and princess stuff and all of that how it's about getting the most beautiful woman in the land and they're the chosen one you know like bridgerton even and all of that like it's just these tales where it's about where because beauty is a currency ooh, hoo, 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 hoo. okay fine i need to pin that for another for another episode but because beauty has become our currency i remember telling my brother this that like it's so wild that it doesn't matter if I graduate or not, or if I get a job or not, because it won't determine if I get married or not, if I get picked to be in a relationship or not. Men don't pick their partners based on, like, accolades and, you know, etc. Um, And I was also watching videos that were saying the same thing. And it's wild because the inverse, you know, I feel like for men, they feel like they have to acquire wealth in order to be, I guess, someone they're valuable to women or something, acquire assets, acquire something, social status. There's so much they have to do to, I guess, get the attention of women. But for women, it's most of the time boils down to beauty, how you carry yourself, how... Ah, it's so sad, guys. How... <laughs> because very often m- men want women who other men want. Mm. So, a lot of the times, I'm not like, let's not lie, men men do a lot of things for men, and for themselves, you know, so it's just that thing of, if they pick you, it's because you make them look good, you are, and I'm not saying all the time, I'm not saying with everyone, disclaimer, I know we gotta do that thing, you know, we gotta do that thing where we say, not all of them... (laughs) but that's not the point. That's not the point of what I'm trying to say. So like, yeah, don't crucify me over saying these like statements because um, I'm just trying to make a statement rather than like claiming it as everyone because it's not that case. But I'm just saying is like, if you are someone that is desired and you have, yeah, by many people and you have a high desirability kind of status, very often you would be pursued, you know? And so... As I said, it's usually about beauty. It's about um, that kind of attraction to who you are and how you carry yourself and this, that, and the other. That's why there's so much importance of like... I remember so many times growing up, it's like a comment on how I sit, how I eat, how I... You know, the vibes. So, because you just want to appear more ladylike. That way you're more appealing. That way you are more... People are more likely to be attracted to you. And so... (laughs) and it's wild because I don't know if men think about that think about how they're sitting think about how they're (laughs) eating how they're walking I don't think they think about stuff like that it's just not in their minds you know they're kind of just going with life and doing their thing and so back to my first statements that we're raised as competitors because in the space of how it is when marriage is the goal when being successful is the goal remember even if you are trying to be great in the, climb the corporate ladder, climb any business space, climb any kind of career, you're competing usually in spaces where a lot of men kind of decide for you whether it's a yes or no. Um, A lot of men kind of occupy those spaces or dominate those spaces and you're in those spaces trying to prove yourself and very often you have to work 10 times harder and that's just the case, you know? And we're not even gonna speak about how you get paid and screen time and this and that like those issues another time another time but because we're constantly competing against each other things get tricky in your friendship say and I've heard this so many times so many times where a friend might feel insecure being around you if you're the friend that attracts a lot of guys you know if you're the friend that people want to speak to, or you're the popular one, you know, if your friend is that person. So am I making sense? And very often that insecure friend would kind of feel like these people who are approaching them only wants to be friends with her to get closer to you because you're the prize, you're the trophy. And so they feel used in those senses. They kind of feel like the outcast or, and it's, it's, it's not cool. It's not nice. And I don't even know a way of rectifying this, but like many, many, many instances have I heard this situation. And because of that insecurity, it becomes an envy. And I don't want to call it an insecurity because I feel like it's so valid. I feel like insecurity kind of makes it feel like you're the issue, you're the problem. Why do you feel inadequate just because everyone approaches your friend? But if everyone is constantly approaching someone other than you, and this is someone you are always around, someone you're hanging out with, someone you genuinely value, you're going to start wondering what's wrong with you. What do you, what lacks in yourself that other people aren't making the effort to approach you the way? they approach your friend to speak to you the way that they speak to your friend very often people go as far as disrespecting you but treating your friend well or whatever it is and it's not it's not it's not a great scenario and i've heard friendship breakups because of that situation because of feeling like oh my gosh i'm gonna use this term i think it was coined which year but when that movie came out the duff duff stands for designated ugly fat friend and i don't get it i get it but I don't get it because wow, wow, wow. That's such a strong, you know, but I get it completely because it's like, sure. The fact that there's even that, that position that people are feeling like the duff in their relationship, their friendship groups, you know, like the ones that, that they just kind of feel isolated from everybody else's kind of beauty or popularity or energy and all of that kind of stuff isn't great and you see so many TikTok trends about it so much about how there are girls who want friendship groups where everybody is I guess conventionally attractive and it's like what what you know that that shouldn't be kind of the standard to which we base our friendships on you know but let me keep going and Even with school and academics and stuff like that, you find yourself competing with each other because it's just, it's just because you just want that desirability factor, I guess. And this is not for everyone, again, I'm gonna say this, but I'm gonna say for a majority of how kind of things work is that when things get to a place of envy, it becomes so dangerous that it can turn into jealousy. I definitely have been in friendship groups where I could feel an energy of jealousy, an energy of just it's it's it becomes from the beginning when they are proud of you, it's cool, you know, when they're happy for you. Until you start to do better in there, better better than them. Until you start to do better than them in certain places, you know. That's when it starts to get a little tricky because I think we don't realize that we all have different strengths. We know that. But I think Women want to be good at a lot of things, if not everything. Very often that is the case because we have to do everything. (laughs) We have to do everything. We are literally tapping into our feminine and masculine energy all the damn time because of the world we live in now. And because of that, you want to feel like you're capable. You want to feel like you're able and stuff like that. And so once you have somebody close to you that is doing better than you in certain spaces, it becomes so challenging challenging because you wonder if you're doing enough if you're good enough especially when you have parents who are comparing you guys comparing your marks comparing your accolades saying but look at this person why aren't you doing as good as this person why aren't you achieving as much as this person and stuff and you just get so frustrated and you want to get back into it you want to do more you want to do better you just are burning yourself out trying to be someone that you feel like your parents will be proud of, that everyone will be proud of. That is just the moment. We can't all be Beyonce. <laughs> but ah, uh, there's just so much to say on this. But let me let me keep going and trade carefully. Let me yeah, let me trade carefully because mm, I don't want to hit a lot of nerves, right? But yes, when it turns into jealousy, I I I've been in situations where I had a friend who. Would constantly say, like, "I wish I was you and I didn't get that, <laughs> and I understand where that place was coming from, but it sometimes it just becomes the lines blur between a sense of admiring somebody and actually just dangerously becoming obsessed with who they are. That you want a life like theirs and you want to attract people like they do and do everything they do and whatever plans they have. Oh my gosh, my friend said the same thing to me. She she has someone in her life. Well, not anymore, but had someone in her life who was just copying every single thing that she did, but... It was just weird. It wasn't like in a cute, like, oh, twins kind of way. It was like a, this is, it's getting, it's getting weird, you know? And very often women feel like that. Like, there are certain women who feel like this is, why is somebody trying to imitate me and my life, you know? And, oh, guys, there's so many things. And the thing is, I get it. I absolutely get it. Because if you see something that is working for someone else, you would want that too, You would want to do their formula, follow their recipe so that you can have the same outcome, you know. And if you're seeing that this person is getting a lot of attention when they do this, when they do that, when they do all the other stuff of course, you're going to go get the BBL too. Of course, you're going to go do the surgery. Of course, you're going to go wear that outfit. Of course, you're going to start talking a certain way. You're going to do your hair a certain way. You're going to do those things if you want that outcome. You know, it's kind of difficult being yourself in a world that keeps telling you to be like somebody else. You know, it's kind of difficult trying to be original when we don't have A blueprint for what original looks like. You know, there's so many of us in the world. And social media is not helping. Let me tell you something. It is not helping. We, I remember my friend made this comment. We are on the phone together. And she was like, Zama, women look the same now. You know, you go out, you go anywhere and stuff. We are all dressing from she in. We are all... (laughs) I'm sorry, I laughed. I just had a package come in. (laughs) But we all have the same outfits from, you know, from online and everything that we shop from. We're all kind of doing our hair the same way. We're all kind of doing our makeup the same way and stuff again. The world is just becoming smaller and smaller and smaller. And it's getting ridiculous because what is, how do you become original when, when? what everyone is doing is working when the results of what everyone is doing is bringing you that outcome that you want it's getting you the views it's getting you the likes it's getting you the attraction it's getting you the jobs it's getting you just everything you kind of need why would you and that's why it gets very frustrating you know is because we're competing in a world that wants us to be the same so how does that work where trying to be original and bring out your own individuality you know those ones i guess wow congratulations to them you know but even those who get to be those people have to deal with situations where their friend group is jealous of them or could be conniving or malicious manipulating and there's also a lot of these guys oh, i don't even want to lie there's a lot of deceit 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 that goes on and malicious intent that goes on when you are, I guess, the star. I'm going to use the word the star. But when you're the girl that's just doing great, a lot goes on. There are a lot of mean girls. There are a lot of people who just say stuff and make up stories or delude stories or kind of twist things to make you seem like you're not a good person. You're not a great person. Because of however they feel inside of them that has made them decide that surely you didn't get that on your own, surely you didn't get up there to the top by yourself. there must have been something that has happened, you know, maybe you're part of Illuminati or some you know, maybe you because you're dating the boss because you're this, like everybody is going to is going to construct a story, they are going to build something so concrete that it even they even believe it, that everyone believes it, that the only way that you were able to be this great is because you did something wrong, is because you did something that is a little to the left, something that isn't... Um, For the public to know something that is a little dark, something a little evil, something otherworldly for you to achieve this. Because it couldn't have been by your own strength, by your own might, by your own this. Or they say you are a mean person. Or they say, you know, gossip goes around. So much gossip. That's the thing. And that's why it's also kind of (laughs) discouraging being someone who achieves a lot because of a lot of hate that comes with it if you're willing to be on a pedestal, if you're willing to be someone to, yeah, to, I guess, get a lot of eyes on you, also be willing to receive a lot of criticism and ostracization and just people speaking negatively about you. And you won't be perfect. Every single little mistake you make will be blown to proportion because people will value the fact that you are not perfect. They thrive off of the idea that you won't get everything right. So every little thing that kind of seems, what, what, what did you just, you know? And so the pressure is way more intense to be perfect. The pressure is way more intense to be kind, to be good, to give, to succeed, to do that, to do that because all eyes are on you and everybody is waiting for you to slip. is waiting for you to do a little crack and when that happens it is it is the talk of the time (laughs) oh my friends (laughs) i'm thinking about michelle obama i'm thinking about serena williams i'm thinking about just so many women where things would happen that are so ordinary or human-like behavior that people will kind of misconstrue and turn it into something negative because they just don't want to see you be that powerful no one man should have all that power a woman a woman you know and it's just it's it's intense it's a lot of pressure guys like having female friends as much as it is so it is so amazing because it really is i love my girlfriends so much they have done so much for me they have been so much for me there's it's just it's there's nothing that compares to it let me tell you also having guy friends is cool and I have a lot of guy friends but they just don't get it they don't get a lot of stuff you know like sometimes they will tell me I'm being a little emotional (laughs) (laughs) or they just won't be able to answer certain questions the way that I need them to they won't be able to hold space for me the way that I needed to and no disrespect to them because my guy friends are incredible but the those spaces women are able to hold for you and I found that more my 20s yeah in my 20s growing up the spaces women are able to hold for you When you are going through something, when you are feeling something, when you just want to cry and you know that cry, when you want to cry and cry and cry, when you want to vent. I love, you know, my favorite thing is when you start venting about something, your girls join in and all of a sudden everybody's venting and everyone is angry at a situation that's just, (laughs) they're angry on your behalf or they're upset on your behalf or they want to be there for you. Like, I love the way women take up arms to show up for you. That's something that I admire so much, they will be your stability, they will support, they will be your pillars of strength, you know, they will pray with you, oh, my woman, my girls, they will pray with me, they will pray for me, we will talk about God, you know, we will feel everything so deep and it's such a great space to be like i can't lie to my girls that's one thing also it's just i just feel like there's no point because they will receive me while well. they will be there the way that I, I i can trust that they'll be there the way that i need them to and that's just such a beautiful thing It's like you can you guys can rest in your femininity and hold that kind of that chain of love and care and nurture i think it's that nurturing energy that just makes women whoo like the best space to be in like that nurturing energy it feels so comforting it feels so safe it's so reassuring one thing about a woman they might not know you too well but like oh one thing i love is the woman's bathrooms every time i go to an event and i go to the woman's bathroom it's just the kindest space everyone is so nice (laughs) everyone is so good everyone is sharing stuff like people i don't know will be there and they'll just be talking we'll just be talking about anything and everything we will just be like it's amazing women's bathrooms are you kidding me are you kidding me that's where the actual event is at you know it's just everyone is just care people will ask are you okay are you good you look so great you know it's such a loving and welcoming space. The flip side of that <laughs> is a lot of us are just lying. <laughs> not a lot of us, but some women just kind of lie, you know, they just say you look pretty to get something out of you or to do something out of you because they know which emotional kind of buttons to turn to get you to kind of loosen your guard a bit, you know, so you get those instances where some women are actually conniving and it's not safe and then you get that thing of like don't trust everyone and that's why it's like this is such a, I'm not going to say it's a losing battle, it isn't, but it feels like a double-edged sword because as much as you can love the space you also have to be alert because the thing about the emotions of women you just never know sometimes when it's going to kick off you know just yesterday actually my friend was <laughs> my friend was like upset with me because she felt like i was being i guess my emo- i guess i had a long day fair enough but she just kind of felt like i wasn't seeing her you know and then i was just like what <laughs> and that's the thing you just never know when like someone's emotions are just gonna kick off or when they're not gonna be in the mood or in the mood for you or you know that happens too like they just you don't be like talking or sometimes a girl just becomes has attitude or is snappy with you or giving you the silent treatment like you just don't know when a honey is gonna be a honey you know and That kind of stuff just also gets weird because, like, the smallest thing will make them so, like, highly irritable and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, you guys are having a fight about who knows what. Guys, let me tell you, friendship drama, little bickering with girls and friends, it happens all the time. You cannot escape it. You just cannot escape it. Me and my girls, (laughs) there'll be those moments where we get a little catty. But what's nice about it is because I feel like I have, like, a genuine like, group of women who surround me, I always know that, like, we'll recover from it. I always know that we're still speaking from so much love. But at the same time, we have to accept that we're human beings. And some days, it's just not the day. It's just not the day, you know? But um, there was something else I wanted to mention and it completely slipped my mind. I wish I wrote it down. But um, just to go back to the whole thing that I'm speaking about is that why it's a double-edged sword. Because you just don't know what to expect from certain people, it becomes a lot more difficult to interpret what is genuine and not. And that's why it's also so important to have a spirit of discernment to be able to understand, because I was just reading up on the story of, I think her name is Shakila. The tragic, tragic story. She went on a girl's vacation to Mexico, and that's when she was murdered by her best friend. And... It's so that's what, it's so tragic that the people closest to you can hurt you, you know. And just outside of this murder case, let me just bring it back. Sorry that I took a little deep dive to the other side. But um, it's so tragic that it really is the people closest to you, the people that you will love with your whole heart, the woman that you keep dear to you, that could have the craziest of intentions for you the wildest kind of mindset when it comes to you and maybe it's years of built up envy years of built up jealousy maybe it's something you did maybe it's because a guy they liked ended up liking you oh so many stories about that but (laughs) you know there's so many things and that's why I feel like the battle is so tough because another thing is I feel like women are so patient that a lot of the the violence that is caused or the retaliation that is caused is premeditated. It's very often built up. I don't think women in the moment will tell you, I don't like what you said or however it is. They'll kind of wait for it to kind of build up on many different instances. Then they'll go gossip about it with other people. And then before you know it, they'll decide to just cut you off or blow you off. Or so many things will kind of happen that your, that response, you will be caught off guard. Like what? You know, I was in a situation like that also. And it's, it's so tough because that's what I'm saying. Like trying to discern if, if what you have going on is, is long-term, is honest and sincere. You know, having a group of girls who are not in competition with you, but are, fully fully there to support you fully there to be there at your wins fully there to see you do everything you want to do in your life because they understand we're not running the same race we don't want the same things you know we just want us all to thrive and be happy in our own fields and everything that we're doing but we're not here to it's not me against you I feel like that's the biggest goal I've always wanted in my life you know just to understand that when I look at another beautiful woman when I look at another successful woman I am not against her I am not it's not it's yeah it's not me versus that person it will never be it cannot be you know and I I think we need to get into that mindset also and if somebody's upsetting you can we healthily communicate our feelings instead of yelling or fighting and all of that there must be other ways and i think a lot of us are just tired to be fair i think a lot of women are tired with everything we have to deal with every day so when it's like another woman is annoying you you kind of feel like you just want to scream you know because you know that they can take it but i think we need to respect each other ah woman ladies my loves we need to respect each other we need to talk to each other better that's another thing. We need to talk. We, I don't think we speak to each other well. You know, sometimes we use these words as if it's a term of endearment. And it's not. Like, I don't know. When girls call each other, I don't want to swear on the podcast. But you know, like, mm, why Why don't I swear? But anyways, I just don't think it's right. <laughs> I just never know who's listening. But when you call each other these names and thinking, oh, but that's just my girl. Like, she gets it. Or you're swearing at each other and all of that. it's It's not pretty it's not good you know it's coming from a space that isn't pure and like just don't don't do that don't subscribe to that i don't think it's worth it you know um i think we need to respect each other's relationships whoa we need to respect each other's relationships, <laughs> we need to respect each other's time each other's energy we need to respect who we are as people and welcome each other as our as ourselves, you know? And also protect each other. Women don't do that. I don't know why. But we need to protect each other and show up for each other. I know I've, I'm seeing a lot of that come up better, you know, um, definitely. But I just think there's so much more we can do. Because I promise you, a man won't do it. <laughs> I can't say I promise you, but like... <laughs> Let's stop waiting on men to do, to do, to do things for us. You know, um, they, they, they have their own roles and their own places in our lives. They have their own kind of jobs to fulfill. That's fine. That's not the topic of conversation today, but I'm just saying in our sisterhoods, in our groups, in our friendships, in with our best friends, with our girls, with our sisters, our daughters, our Cousins, nieces, all of us let's 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 be better, let's be better, you know, because sisterhoods are everything. <laughs> And it will be a complete shame and a tragedy if we let that go to waste because we're trying to impress the male gaze, because we're trying to be number one, because we're trying to be the it girl, because we're trying to be chosen by other people. It will be such a shame if we are constantly trying to prove that we can do and be everything when all I wanted was to be your friend, when all I wanted was to be someone you can count on, your confidant, I wanted to be your support. I wanted to be someone you can look at and be like, I respect you. And that's just what I wanted to speak about. I love my girls. I love my girls so much. If my girls are listening to this, thank you for being a part of my life. Thank you for choosing me. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Thank you for liking my pictures on Instagram. (laughs) Thank you for answering my calls. Thank you for calling me because I don't call much, but thank you for calling me. Thank you for having girls' nights, for having girls' trips. Thank you for listening to me when I'm talking absolute rubbish. Thank you for teaching me how to wear a tampa. Thank you for showing me different ways that I can be a better woman, a better leader, a better kind of human in this world. I am so grateful. As always, sending my love. Goodbye. This is 20s.